0: Industry Insights on KCLR's Talking Shop. Now, I am delighted to be joined by my next guest, who is called Jill Hughes, Wedding Planner, Planned by a Pro on Instagram. And uh, Jill, listen, it's so good to have you on the show this evening on Talking Shop. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Aisling, for having me. Oh, it's brilliant. Jill, tell us a bit about Planned by a Pro. Okay, so it was born
1: in um, last year during COVID, actually. Um, So my normal day job is event management or event planning. Mm -hmm. And we went from, you know, a five-day week to a three-day week, like a lot of companies similar to us. And I suppose my brain has a little bit of mental capacity all of a sudden. Yes. And while we were reorganizing and moving every one of our client events you know, for our clients, I saw that, you know, every bride in Ireland or every couple in Ireland was doing the same thing with, you know, next to no support. Whereas, you know, our clients had us to do all of that, negotiation and recontracting for them. Of course. And I suppose the wedding industry, like, got shook up very quickly. um, And I realized that, you know, most couples like either don't have a budget for a wedding planner Mm -hmm. or you know it's just not something that is automatically considered here in Ireland so I wanted to create something that was an affordable way for a couple to be able to get expertise from someone but not have to kind of fork out that that big chunk of money that you would associate with having a wedding planner so Planned by a Pro was kind of born out of that really and I created a course called Bride Academy. So it's kind of like an online group coaching program. I launched it in March last year. So I created the course, all the contents, templates, checklists, cheat sheets, master lists, you name it. Oh, and I did my first intake in March last year. And I offered a couple of options. So one was just the course on its own where we went live for six calls Um each week for six weeks. And that was super because it gave the couples, now mostly it was just the brides that joined, but sometimes their their fiancés did too. But they had the opportunity to ask me, you know, those niggly contract questions or, you know, any questions that they had that, you know, maybe they're not asking their bridesmaids or their family because they just don't know the answers to those. And I suppose information like that, is just innate in me and that I've done it for years so it was lovely to be able to share that kind of knowledge with them and then I had another option which was um included as a kind of a VIP upgrade which was add me on for 10 hours a day for the day of your wedding and that surprisingly it really surprised me but that was the most popular option um that the brides chose um, for Bride Academy. So I'm about to launch it again this September, actually.
0: Oh my goodness, that's amazing. And I suppose, Jill, you have seen it firsthand. Weddings, as you had mentioned, they really did get a shake-up over the last year and a half now at this stage. It It was like, oh, listen, all of the plans, I mean, some brides and grooms have planned for two years, maybe three years, maybe a quick six months, but it was such a heartache for a lot of couples. Like, how do you think, the wedding industry has changed now. Now, I know we're looking at larger numbers and your courses out there, which can help all the bride and grooms. But how important do you see from being on the floor with the brides and grooms? Does this have a huge effect on them now that that things are looking up for them?
1: Do you mean the industry or the actual couples?
0: The actual couples for themselves.
1: Oh, like, I I think it was great for the industry to get a little bit of a shake up, I suppose. And, you know, all the suppliers have come together and they were all so fantastic supporting everyone. Mm. And I think... Brides really, like, were lucky in that most of them didn't have, like, money cancellation fees. And really those small suppliers that, you know, were struggling themselves were, like, probably the most generous. Whereas big companies that, you know, have a bit of money, you know, probably maybe were charging some fees. But, like, I think that it has helped brides in that they've kind of, I suppose, realized that, you know, the bookings that you're making are serious and the contracts that you sign are serious because I've I've often heard from suppliers that you know like a contract is signed with a supplier but like it's not really given much thought or credence and then when it comes to oh I want to change this I want to add that then there's a lack of understanding about well you've actually assigned contracts with the supplier oh my goodness. so I, I think it kind of brought that to the forefront which is important
0: hmm. um, yeah Oh, that's brilliant. Going through your Instagram page, Jill, I mean, it's stunning. It's beautiful. And as a bride myself, well, not myself, a bride, but as a, a like a, part of my Bride to be. Here. Bride to be. Exactly. As a bride to be, I'm glued to it. I'm like, oh, my goodness, look at the style. Look at this. Look at that. You do like literally you cover everything. I mean, from the earrings to the meal, to the planning, to the shoes, to the dress, to every little detail. How much honestly does go into planning a wedding behind the scenes?
1: oh god it's a monster um like you know it's the biggest event that you will plan in your adult life if you're not an event planner obviously um so it's a lot I think that you know it's very exciting at the start and you know you really do get stuck in and you're just like I suppose not overwhelmed at that point because you're just so excited yeah um But then, you know, as you get closer to your wedding, it kind of does become a lot because it all, you know, you have all your suppliers contacting you at the same time asking you questions or else you're contacting all of your suppliers. Mm -hmm. And maybe they're so busy that they're not coming back, you know, as quick as you would like. And that's kind of a source of frustration. So... There's a lot. There's a lot of moving parts and, you know, whether you have 20 people or 100 people or 200 people, you still go through a lot of the same steps for planning a wedding. So, you know, it's it's still a lot to do. So I say to my couples that, that do the course with me that, you know, having your itinerary and your worksheet complete and ready to share with all your suppliers as you get very close to your wedding is really important because that means everyone is kind of like working off the same hymn sheet for the want of better phrase and you know it kind of like takes a bit of pressure off you for the day then
0: oh my goodness because there is so much in it now talking from bright to be against i'm really interested in this now i'm like okay what do i need to do jill you have to give us some tips now so say if we're just engaged or maybe we have planned a wedding and it hasn't actually gone ahead or you know lots of different things have happened for many reasons or we're just maybe planning on getting engaged this year what's our first step so we're engaged we're all excited we're in our love bubble we're catching all our friends and family, telling them the good news through Zoom, probably still at this time, phone calls, Everything is happening. What should we do then as a couple? Sit back. I mean, do we need to look at hotels straight away? Should we be looking at dresses? Are we picking our bridesmaids? Kind of talk us through the first few steps we should take after getting engaged.
1: I think the most important thing to do is kind of like the two of you lock yourself away, have a glass of water or not, but... figure out your guest list, like your very preliminary, you know, A, the people you cannot get married without, B, that kind of like next bigger list that has your wider social group, and then C, like you're bringing the kitchen sink as well. Yes. yes. So I think having those lists and knowing what the number is on each of those, and, you know, let's be honest, most people are in the B list, I would say. Of
0: course.
1: Um, and then once you have that, you need to figure out what, kind of money you want to spend on the wedding as in you know even if you pluck a number out of the air what kind of number do you feel comfortable with um so invite academy i actually have three budgets that you literally put in your guest number and it gives you three budgets immediately because i have them all pre-populated with kind of normal budget costs. Yeah, and it gives you a low middle and high ground to start from but i would say once you have your numbers um and also talk to your parents, and if they're going to give you some money, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of parents are very generous and they do, if they're going to give you a little donation, find out at that moment what they expect in return for that donation, because it might be that they want
0: a couple of invites you know, for the neighbours or the yeah, friends. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, it,
1: totally. It could be that they want a table of ten people. They might want a table of tw- or two tables of ten people, but. If you know right now, so like, let's say you have 120 people on your B list, but it doesn't include your parents, 10 or 20 people.
0: Yeah.
1: Then now you're looking for a venue that's for 130 or 140 people, do you know? So you need to know that, I think, off the bat before you kind of start searching, because you don't want to fall in love with somewhere that literally will squeeze 120 people in. And then, you know, you have to drop your own friends in order to fit your current friends in um, if you want their donations, you know. Okay. So I think once you have reached out to a couple of venues and got all of your pricing and done your budget and kind of like figured out an amount that, you know, isn't going to make you regret it afterwards. Yes. Um, because, you know, a lot of people at that point in their life are also saving for a house or building house at the same time or buying one. So you're kind of talking deposit amounts of money. So it has to be something that you're comfortable spending, I think, and not going, oh, God, why did we do it? And why didn't we just, you know, spend the money on the house instead? Aww. You don't want to hear that afterwards,
0: no. I think. So, yeah, there's a lot of there is a lot of thinking that goes in behind it. But cost is probably one of the biggest things for couples at this time. It is. But mm. like
1: I hear from a lot of couples that like they either don't have a budget at all or they have a budget, but they just stay adding to it. So mm. like, you know, they haven't picked a figure. They just add, 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 add all the time. As it's not go. really kind of any, I suppose, great thought into where the money is actually coming from.
0: <laughs> exactly. Because when you, you just need the extras. It. I need them all. That's yeah, probably. exactly. <laughs> the but glitzier, you know, the like, better. Like,
1: And you're so excited and it is so lovely that you do want to kind of like add in these things. But, you know, maybe there's a perception that sometimes the gift or cash gift that you get from guests like pays for your wedding or part pays. Like it doesn't go as far as you might think. Um, So I always say that the cost to bring a couple or, you know, a guest and a partner to your wedding is maybe double or triple what they actually will give you as a cash gift.
0: Ah, okay. So
1: you need to really think about the people that you absolutely love and adore and, you know, would call at two o'clock in the morning with good or bad news. And if they're on that list, then, you know, you do love and adore them and you'd want them there, you know
0: that's a great way to put it very very good I love it I love it okay so I'm going now to rejig the whole wedding list that I have planned oh my goodness I love it Jill listen thank you so so much for joining us on the show it's been absolutely fantastic to have you and uh, for anybody that needs more um, advice and anything at all to weddings oh my goodness even the style of your page I love it you're on Instagram as planned by a pro and they'll find you by searching Jill Hughes as well wedding planner and event planner thank you so much for joining us on Talking shop. Thank you so much, Ashley. Thanks, Emil. Industry Insights on KCLR's Talking Shop.